Welcome to The Design Diaries, a podcast for creatives, freelancers, and business owners looking for candid conversations and real advice. I'm Melissa, self-taught designer turned freelancer and now studio owner, here to share my experiences and help you reach your goals. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Can you believe that it is season three already? I can't believe it Um, whenever I go back and look at all the episodes and topics that we have discussed together or rather that I have just talked to you all about. It is so wild to think that I have even more to say and I have a really, really cool season planned for you. It's a little bit more specific. It's getting deeper into the weeds of what it's been like, you know, on my journey. I think it's pretty cool to track the different things that become relevant in my life because that's really what the the diary part of design diaries is i am kind of just speaking on things and topics and issues as they appear and become relevant in my own um work life and creative journey and so it's been really cool to see that things that i talked about in season one haven't even really been relevant to me um now or even things that i talked about in season one are still very relevant to me now so it's kind of cool to see the different changes of things that I like to talk about that you know take up my brain space and so hopefully as you're listening to this if you've been a long time listener you can kind of use these seasons to um, track your own journey or to see where you're at maybe in pace or it's really really cool to think that if you're with me from the beginning that you're probably maybe growing with me as I discuss different things that pop up in my life so with that said I'm really really excited to start season three today's episode is specific to what I've felt in the past couple of months, but also that a lot of my campers for my design course have talked to me about feeling and also I've just been noticing it as well with the internet changes and it is just finding community online and fighting loneliness. That is something that everyone talks about, but I feel like we don't actually dissect or at least I've never really sat down and dissected it. So I'm really excited to do that today just because I don't think I would be where I am right now without the community that I have formed online. I think that had my design journey been communityless or, you know, completely alone, I don't think that I would still be in it. And I really don't think that I would have been able to do the different things and explore different things that I've been able to do and improve and advance the way I have. So finding community is so, so important. I know that everyone says that. But I want to give you some tips that are actually concrete, at least for me, on on how I built my personal community, how I found genuine friends online, um, so much so that I've like visited them in person. I flew to Ohio to go um, stay with my friend Matthew. I have like gifted some of my friends things during their birthdays. Like I, I am constantly in touch with them, and they're like real genuine friendships. So. I want to help you get those so that way you can fight some loneliness and i also give you some tips as well on how to fight loneliness like physically um like wherever you're stationed because it's hard to rely on like online connections all the time to make you feel less physically alone so i'll have a couple of tips for you as well on combating that so first thing let's dive into finding communities so i think a couple disclaimers as always i always have disclaimers well one i can't necessarily speak to everyone this is just kind of what has worked for me what i've observed to work for for example like the design community i've created for my design course i think number one is effort i think that you're not going to be able to make 
community and connection and friendships without effort. I think that applies to not only online communities, but also in person, right? Sorry, we had to take a quick pause because I don't know if you could hear it in the last clip, but the loudest ambulance of my life has just drove past and actually ruptured my eardrums. Um, I moved to a new apartment. I am now unfortunately closer to the street than I used to be, um, but also fortunately because now I'm no longer on a sixth floor walk up. So, so trade-offs, you know, pros and cons. But anyway, we we continue, we move. So as I was saying, effort is huge, um, but the effort has to kind of be efficient and smart in a way. I think that it can be a bit of a mistake, I would say, to put in too much effort into creating friendships and connections. So like to the point where it's kind of like, you're just kind of putting an effort and time for the sake of it and not because you're actually engaging in like a meaningful way. So I think it's the same thing with engagement, you know, in general and not just for friendships, but I think that any sort of action or conversation or effort that you're putting into something, it should be like genuine. I think it should come from a genuine place of interest and desire to do so. One, it's just better, I think, um, for everyone if everyone's just a little bit more real with this like very parasocial, you know, situation that we have going on anyway. But I also think it's going to make your life way easier. Um, it's going to feel like less of a task and a job when you're actually just interacting with people that you want to interact with and that you're doing and saying so that you would do normally. And it just so happens that like community and friendship can come out of it. Um, I would just say like be yourself and if that means that you're not a story replier then then don't do that if it means that you're not a dmer that's fine there are tons of other ways to engage with people um that feels authentic to you but whatever feels right to you you just got to put in the effort i would say to do so so what that looked like for me it was um, well this was during covid so i was like on my phone probably 50 percent more than i currently am but at the time, what I would do was anytime that I, I saw something that I thought was super cool, rather than just like it and save it, I would like tell them that I thought it was cool. Um, I'm, I am that kind of person though, I would say. Like I do tell random strangers on the street I like their dress and like sometimes they don't hear me and then it's a little bit embarrassing for me, but whatever, that's just how I am. So I would do that, I would just comment and I wouldn't just be like, so cool, or I'd be like, this is fire. I would actually say what I liked about it, like, whoa, never would have thought about this type pairing or like this color palette is so hot, like obsessed, things like that, um, that just felt like something I would actually say in person if, if I was seeing them face to face. And sometimes I would DM people and reply to their stories um, if they were like, love your voice. Like I've done that before where I've been like, this was really cool. I really liked seeing this. Or um, for example, I think I be might have become friends with my friend Mackenzie. Well, one is through my friend Matthew that I'd met online as well. But you, might, you probably know that Matthew Miller and M. Bird. But I would religiously watch her stories of her um kind of picking apart different packaging that she would find just in the wild and i thought it was so interesting she just seemed so knowledgeable but also relatable and so i would just you know interact on her polls and i would you know comment on things like oh i love your take on this um and then eventually just became real conversation and then became actual friends and then all of a sudden i was like congratulating her on her wedding so it is one of those things that I think is is a mirror of like how you should be in the real world or how I think that you know we should all interact in the real world. So that's my number one tip. Just to summarize that really quickly, 
effort, you know, make sure you are, you know, not expecting friendship to just come to you. You have to extend a handout, but don't do anything that you wouldn't do normally. Like, don't do anything that feels inauthentic to you because then you're attracting kind of these, like, these, like, inauthentic relationships. And those typically, when they're parasocial and online like that, are not going to help you combat loneliness. Like, you need real, genuine feelings that these people that you're connecting with care about you and that you can come to them if you need help. So, so that's the main thing. Um, this kind of flows into my second tip is just like, don't, don't seek out or like, don't enter into those actions and behaviors. Um, only looking, you know, for friendship or only looking for a community. I think it's one of those things where it's like, it comes to you more when you're like not looking for it, which I know is really easy. You're said than done. But I think for me, I wasn't like interacting with people thinking like, oh yeah, like I'm going to build a big group of people to follow and then then follow me. And then like, they're going to eat up whatever I post. Like that was never, never, never my intention. It was just kind of like this thing of, okay, like I love these people's content that I follow. And um, I feel like I want to create content that speaks to them or I want to, you know, engage with them in a way, um, give them a part of myself, same way that like they give parts of themselves, like on their stories and their stuff. And so it kind of was more of like a reciprocity thing. Like let me become a member of of this really cool pack of people that I found online. Um, where they just give, give give themselves, give content, give tips, give their time. And I was like, let me just be a contributing member. I don't even need to be like a you know, a pillar of it. I just want to kind of be involved. And then over time, I started to attract more people who were aligned with me. I started to disconnect from people who, you know, were not compatible with my values and content and, and goals. And then as time went on, I just started, I just did me. I just posted what I wanted to post. I talked about what I wanted to talk about, interacted the way I wanted to interact. And then over time, a really cool thing happened where I just just new people by name and I kept up with things happening in people's lives and I could recognize their design style and I could recognize you know people's strengths and weaknesses and it was just this really cool organic thing and so I think it's way more fun as well to just kind of like see what happens when you just move the world very confidently and assuredly as yourself so so yeah that's kind of my main thing that I would say like going into finding community trying to make friends it's just those two things now those are two very ab abstract things so i know um that's really frustrating sometimes for some people when you, when you want like genuine actionable tips so i'm going to also give you some some action items to do in addition to keeping those two prior things in mind a couple of things to do is one um i would i would connect with uh, a niche so for me that was branding designers for small businesses so how i would find those people is i would you maybe um go on my explore page or I'd look up the hashtag like you know woman of color entrepreneur or something like that or, or like women in design and i would find or just scroll and find someone that i really really liked i really like their style and then i'd look at their profile i really like their stuff i follow them and then maybe one day they repost someone else's stuff on their story and i really like that piece of work and i go and click on that person's stuff and i love them and then so it, i kind of like to do like the spider web technique where I start with one place and it just builds out and out and out until I am suddenly in the company of tons of people who I really admire and who also are in with like in my niche. Not so much 
so specifically that we're like all competitors i would say like i don't think i compete with anyone i follow or my community but it's more so just like oh wow whatever this person's ranting about in their story i totally relate i've been there i have to say i don't follow like a ton of animation designers for example even though i i do think it's super cool i just don't necessarily know a lot i don't know if i could relate to what they're going through i don't know if they posted any sort of tech issue with um, after effects that i'd be able to help out or that i'd be even be interested and so just naturally like i just connected with people who were closer to to me in terms of like struggles and goals and and lifestyle and um that was really helpful so following niche groups through that kind of spiderweb technique is, is really helpful Another thing that I recommend doing as well is if you're able to, I don't know, like, uh, what's the word? If you're able to network heavy quotations on the network in like a sort of organic way through DMs, um, that is probably the closest path to like getting to know someone even more. Um, so if you're able to, that, that's something that you're like, you're good at or you're comfortable with that is the fastest and i feel like most proven way to truly connect with someone like i've had a ton of dm conversations with dozens and dozens of people and then through those conversations i feel like i really got to actually properly introduce myself and like break that weird barrier of like oh i've been following you for three years but we haven't talked kind of thing so um that's another step that you could do is so you could just actually reach out and dm those people that you um, maybe have been watching or following for a while and then you think that you might click with or might want to take the next, next step with but i know that's one's not for everyone so that's why i say like heavy quotation marks um networking i wish i could come up with a better word for the networking um maybe it's like cold dming but that feels weird too but you, you get the gist of what i'm saying um just reach out reaching out um is probably like the honestly the most effective way and the third thing too is if you are a chat room person if you're if you're a big reddit person i was a big tumblr girl i was like really really in on that like one direction corner of the internet um, i made tons of friends at the age of like 14 on tumblr um just like reposting like fan fiction and and gifs of like harry and Nile or whatever um i kind of like carried that habit over to to the design community and to like my online community where i basically um would join different chat rooms or different um things um for example i would join like geneva group chats um i would join facebook groups i would join even if like i followed a couple of podcasts in the beginning of my journey i would join their facebook group um any sort of design course i had taken i would make sure i was on that group and um through various prompts and different chats in there i kind of would be able to see oh wow this person always cracks me up when they message something let me just message them because i think they're really cool and over time i also meet a bunch of friends that way as well so those are my tips for attempting to create community and find some genuine connections online in a way that doesn't feel superficial um, i try to give you a mixture of both kind of like abstract and concrete steps to take and hopefully that helps um, I wanted to talk a little bit about, again, find, fighting loneliness, but not just in like the let me make friends on the internet kind of way, but, but as a designer, like I am sitting alone in my bedroom right now at my desk um, recording this, and that's what I do every single day is I sit down at my desk inside my room and I talk to very few people. Um, maybe I'll post something on my Instagram story 
and maybe I will have like one call with a client that day but for the most part I'm pretty much alone and it's very very easy for me to get into my head about that and to just kind of feel a sense of detachment from the world I don't know if anyone else feels the same way but it's kind of a hard way to live especially if you are someone that like thrives on company thrives on just having someone there like a presence of someone so um, a couple of these tips like may seem very obvious but but one of them is just to go work outside like even if you're not with someone i find that just like getting out of the house putting on a cute outfit going to like my nearest adorable coffee shop and paying seven dollars for an matcha latte honestly does help a ton just like seeing people feeling like i exist in society like i am i am actually a living breathing person and not just like this robotic machine in my apartment it does help it really really helps if you can even invite a fellow work from home or to join you that's even better so i'm lucky enough to have a partner my boyfriend he's also a freelancer um, he's a freelance writer so i'm lucky enough to like have his company you know a couple times a week maybe or once a week to go to a cafe or work each other's apartments but i also have tons of friends um that work from home maybe even hybrid and we just try and work together one of the days that they are um able to to join me and also a great op uh, option for people who don't want to spend the money every time to work out outside at a cafe is go to a library at least in new york there are so many adorable public libraries that are so um underrated i love 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 the one in dumbo um i love the one in borham hill there's just there's just tons of them everywhere no matter where you are um that's a great op um option for people who don't want to do that if you want something more consistent and you maybe want to have like a membership Joining some sort of co-working space is also really fun um, in the city and a lot of other cities. I know that there are co-working spaces that are like dedicated to freelancers and creatives, which is super cool. I know there are a lot of co-working spaces that are only for women, blah, blah, blah. So finding community there like in person can be really cool for you as well. So that's something to combat like physical, physical loneliness. Um, another way to combat loneliness is to just talk about whatever you're going through. I think that's the thing that makes me feel the most alone is when I feel like I'm going through this, this thing is making me so stressed, I feel like no one, no one's gonna know or get what I'm going through. Um, but you're wrong. I think that if you explain to people in your life, like your close friends, your family member, your partner, or even talk to the design community about what you're going through, you're more likely than not going to find either sympathy or empathy for what you're going through because I will say that a lot of what we go through as creatives and designers and freelancers are like canon events. Like if you've seen Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse, what we go through are, are canon events. Like all of these things have happened to so many other people and um, just talking about it make you feel way better and to hearing that other people have gone through the same or people can, can understand where you're coming from will make you feel just so much less alone. I did the thing where I bottled up where I was going through because I didn't want anyone to think in my life that I was struggling or that um, that I was in the wrong profession or that I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing because because I that wasn't the case. But I feel like the minute I started to tell my boyfriend about what was going on, I would tell my friends what was going on. Um, and also the minute that I started to be more transparent about my struggles on my social media and also on this podcast, I realized that that all of these experiences, whether or not they're universal, are really valid and that 
giving myself the space to like give them validity in front of other people was really 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 freeing and it just made me feel a lot less um stranded like i was on my own personal island um even if i was struggling even if i was going through something embarrassing and i didn't really want to share it just realizing that other people have gone through the same thing removes that level of embarrassment because i'm like i'm not the only one so confiding in people whether it be publicly or personally privately it's gonna free you it's gonna help you feel a lot more connected to not only people in your close circle but also to people in your community which is kind of kind of where my all of my initial connections came from was from being vulnerable on my stories for example or even having a close friend situation on my instagram where i would just kind of cry or just talk about i know a client that effed me over or like some person stealing my work whatever um anything that i i was really struggling with i was vulnerable about it and i was really able to find a lot of great support from people even people that i didn't even realize were supporting me um, and since then, since confiding in people in my community and in my close circle, I honestly have not felt the same loneliness that I felt in the very beginning. So hopefully this episode was helpful. I hope that you're not struggling too much with feeling alone, but if you are, I really, really hope that all of these tips make you feel better. Um, if you have anything to add, if you have any questions about anything, as always, shoot me a DM or email me. Um, and I'm excited to get the rest of the season going. So I hope you enjoyed this one and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Design Diaries. We'll catch you on the next episode.